How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. This is episode 12 of Parents vs. Gaming. We're here. Look at this. We got a new overlay, guys. We actually are starting to look I professional. Know, right? If anyone was so here good. at the beginning when Jay and I started this, it literally looked like I stole something from the toy from a Toy Story episode or something. It was it was a lot of copying and pasting. But here we are. It is June 6th. We have officially moved to Sunday evenings, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. That is going to be our official day going forward uh once again my name is james there's i am the gaming dad you can find me on this channel and twitter and all that and of course this is brought to you by our new name which is last choice network but let me go ahead and introduce the group this week as they are here all the way on the end mr jay noller u.s barber himself jay how are you good how are you guys doing doing good and right here in the middle the beautiful Amazing, one and only, my number one fan, Alexis Jordan ninety eight. Jordan, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing good. So let's let's uh, kind of talk about our weeks a little bit. Jay, we'll kick it over to you. I know you had a, a rough night last night with the coaching. Uh, can you you want to give us a re- recap on how everything's going? Uh, no. But so thanks for bringing that up. It was a uh, I was. Trying to suppress the memory and the uh, uh, what happened to us yesterday, we finally uh, finally lost one. Mm. So we lost Sad. lost by four points. So it came down to a final possession, and we just weren't able to convert on it. So, but it can be uh, a learning experience, right? You can learn from winning too. Just throwing <laughs> it out there. Um, so uh, you know, back to the drawing board. We've got another game coming up uh, this next week at home game. So hopefully, we can get back on the horse and. Uh, and get after it a little bit better. But yeah, we uh, shot ourselves in the proverbial foot a little bit and faced some other challenges, but you know, it's all coaches speak for, we got our asses kicked by a touchdown. So mm. was that your first, first road game of the season? Uh, yeah. First road game. And also first loss in two years. So it stings a little Too bit. Bad, Doesn't feel good. Boss doesn't feel good. Uh, you guys back <laughs> at it next week though. You guys, you guys rebound pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back on uh, this Saturday. It's kind of fun. My dad's actually flying in from Texas to uh, come and watch the game and everything. So we'll get him on the field as a little guest coaching position and um, have him down with the players and stuff. So it'll it'll be fun. It'll be good to kind of get back home, you know, kind of get back into the grind of things. And, you know, it just takes one win to start a winning streak. So we'll get going after it this uh, this coming Saturday. Yeah. And for those uh, that want to know, anyone listening, whether they're watching live or listening a, bit, a little bit later, that is the Idaho Horseman, correct? That you're a coach on. Yep, IdahoHorseman.com. If you're in the in the uh, Idaho area, go get tickets. You heard it right here, folks. If you're in the area, you can reach out to US Bobber and he will get you some tickets. Just mention Parents versus Gaming. Hey, that works for me. I actually get a stack of them each week. So. Uh, <laughs> It'll just be it'll just be for us three. Nobody'll know. <laughs> oh, for sure. And here in the middle, Jordan, how has your week been? I know you're trying to uh you've officially been full time and you've been pushing Valorant quite a bit. Yes, I think I'm gonna full sh- full words, you know me. In the beginning of the podcast, I can't talk at all. What the hell? <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Okay. I'm glad yes, you don't talk I- for- I'm glad you don't speak for a living now. It's it's totally I know fine. public speaking is great. not my thing. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, I think on my stream, I'm going to be like a full-time Valorant streamer, something that I enjoy, even though I'm not too great at it right now, I'm learning and I don't know, it's so much fun. I, I found like 
some of my best friends through there. So I love that. Um, but I've been doing good. I might mute myself a lot during the stream because I keep coughing. So I apologize. I feel like I'm getting a little sick. It was me the last so. couple of weeks. So it's I'm glad it's someone else this week. Oh, yeah. But, I just took it from you, apparently. <laughs> Y'all have the Rona. I just got tested yesterday. So I'm good. Sheesh. <laughs> so uh, I got vaccinated. I'm good. <laughs> my my week's been pretty crazy. Uh, I actually got my second vaccine. Talking about that, uh, I got that on Wednesday. Uh, I was fine completely Wednesday night. For those that get that that are thinking about getting it, I will say, wow, the second one was it knocked me out. I was basically could barely get out of bed for a day and a half. I I don't know. Like I had the shakes. I was cold, but like just freezing, had a fever at about 102 for about a day and a half. Uh, But you, you, you bounce back. It's like you, your body feels like it's sick. It's acting like it's sick, but you don't necessarily feel like it's sick. I was just really, really tired and my whole body was sore. Uh, But I'm excited that I got that out of the way, you know, something to, to knock off the checklist. Uh, then also, uh, it was supposed to be the makeup date of my son's birthday party for his one-year birthday party, and he is sick again, so we pushed it back to oh. next Sunday. I mean, by the time he stops being sick on a weekend, he might be two. Uh, the trend is not going well. He found out uh, the the his mother had... Um, some sort of coffee that's not supposed to have any dairy in it, but some new employees, maybe I think they put some sort of ingredient in it that had a dairy and he ended up with a huge rash from nursing. And it's been whew, like, okay. it's, it's pretty brutal, but uh, he's recovering. His mom's awesome, of course. So sh- uh, she's doing great with him and, and uh, getting him healed and everything. And then uh, actually this Tuesday I'm leaving for the week. I'll be in Jamaica. I go down to Sandal South Coast and then I will be in Beaches Negril where there will be a live event we're pushing out on Thursday, which I'm sure Jay is excited to watch. Or not. Maybe. <laughs> he's, just, he's just saying this to make us all jealous, by the way. Uh, it is a work trip. It is a work trip. I'm I'm not there. I'm not there for fun. And it they have packed it, so we uh, do not have a lot of free time. But I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna go see a, a resort. We've done a lot of uh, renovations too. So for those that don't know, I yeah I do. I am a rep for Sandals, so gotta go and actually put in the work. Uh, but outside yeah, of that, su- things wait, have been good. I'm super excited to see your um see if you can actually apply your skills that you use here to actually get their broadcast to not be terrible both audio wise and video wise and hopefully you can actually understand the people speaking the entire time um i am just a wee peon on the ladder i'm actually like the footsteps that that you put down the ladder with before the rung so i don't know how much say i think i might just be a a camera holder or a camera operator but uh, i'm gonna bring my stuff i'll throw out some ideas and I I'd love to, to be able to help where I can. So we'll see, we'll see where it goes. But outside of that, I, I know that uh, the week has been a little crazy. Some people were reaching out to me. Did we disappear on Thursday? Like I said, we are moving to Sunday full time. So this is the first one. Hopefully people will start to, to catch on and, and start joining us. Um, but I did send you guys an article this week. I just happened to be strolling on Twitter and all of a sudden I got a notification uh, and I don't want to mess up her name here. So let me make sure. I get this right. This is Sheila Hageman, right? Now, what I'm going to do is I would love anyone in our community to give her a like on this. This is her 
Twitter link I'm going to throw into the, the chat here. And then this next uh, link is actually um, the article. Now, I, I like the article. It, it, I, I'll be honest. I clicked on it because I thought it was going to be someone else just completely hating on video game use. And as you guys have read it, it's not necessarily about that. Now, Sheila Hageman, I did, uh, she did uh, like that I retweeted this, so she does notice us. Maybe she'll join us in a future episode. I'd love to have her on here and, and kind of understand where she comes from. But the, whole, the article is, um, you know, I worked with video game addicts, when to worry and when to relax about screen time. So she's very reputable. She writes for scarymommy.com. It's a, I looked it up. It's a pretty, uh, got a good following. Uh, pretty well known, but it says here she worked for the Center of Internet and Technology Addiction for years, so she knows better than most the devastating effects screens can have on young, still-forming brains. Uh, but during the pandemic, despite having access to hordes of research explaining the harms of video game and internet addictions, she allowed herself to she allowed her preteen sons to game their brains out. Um, and the article kind of goes on to talk about how. You know, we we have all this research and all this study about limit the screen time, limit the screen time, and all these experts saying, and I looked up quite a few other things on this and just read some chat boards, and you have all these experts constantly talking about, oh, your kids, you're going to ruin your kids if they have too much screen time, too much screen time. Well, the pandemic hits, and now all these same, a lot of these same expert, experts are saying, oh, it's fine, they can do all their virtual schooling, they do all this stuff. So what a lot of people don't th- didn't think about over this last year is that we added all this screen time, right? Because they're doing their entire virtual schooling from home, right? Then they want to talk to their friends. Well, they can't go to their friends. They can't have play dates anymore. COVID's all this restriction. You're stuck at home. So they're FaceTiming them. They're using, for, for some of the kids that know, they're using Discord. They're using whatever. Then they get to play their video games for a couple hours. So they're basically sitting in front of a screen from anywhere from 10 to 16 hours a day. Now, on top because... You know, we weren't, we weren't allowed to go outside. We weren't allowed to do things. And that's kind of what this article goes on. And we'll talk about a little bit more later uh, that she speaks in the article. But I would love to get your guys' thoughts. Just the beginning of the article where she says, right here, there is no denying that the Internet has provided amazing things for connecting people around the world during the pandemic. But there has been a dark side that we may be only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Uh, she talks about the the Internet addictions. Um then she goes on a little bit here and says, uh, what, I, what I have seen beyond all the clinical symptoms of addiction is deep sadness and crestfallen body language, a downturned head, and an energy of hopelessness. For those who say internet addiction isn't a real addiction, the brain doesn't know the difference between whether you're getting high on drugs or video games. Our feel-good chemical dopamine is released in our bodies, and it feels great gaming. Social media use and surfing the web create a self-reinforcing cycle that keeps making our kids want more of that rush. Now, this is where she sucked me in on the article because she kept saying internet addiction. She didn't keep saying video game addiction. And then she also talked about the use of social media, just how these things create. It is like self-reinforcing yourself, you know, whether it's TikTok, all these things. You're doing all these fun things that give you this rush just like a video game can or just like a drug can. And she's just kind of reinforcing to reminding everyone this is, this can be a real addiction. And 
Jay, I'm going to kick it over to you a little bit. What's kind of, you know, with having the kids and having the screen time, what's your thoughts on how she's saying and does that relate to kind of what you were dealing with? So there, you're absolutely right. Oh, well, first of all, yeah, during the pandemic and stuff, my, uh, my kids were, were homeschooled. Um, my daughter's a uh, kindergartner. Um, she graduates from kindergarten, which um, I didn't know kindergarten graduation was a thing now. Apparently there's a big, a big party and a, a diploma now. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, so we're going to go to one of those. And then, uh, you know, my son's in second grade and his school went completely online uh, for just months. So end of last, you know, beginning of this one and then through, through most of it. So, um, you know, definitely had to deal with a lot with it and it was a lot of Google Hangouts. It was a lot of, you know, group projects and then we use classroom breakouts and then there's software that came online that was specifically for it and everything. So, um, yeah, his screen time went from like maybe a half hour, if at all, to hours. And, you know, we ended up having to get him a Chromebook. We were one of the few families that got in quickly with Amazon before they all sold out everywhere and was able to get him a Chromebook. And he's got his own um, device and stuff now. And, you know, it was, uh, it, it, it for, as a parent standpoint, it's a challenge because, you know, it's hard. How do you explain to an eight-year-old, oh, well, I understand you're on your device, but listening to your teacher lecture in a live stream is different than playing Roblox because, you know, you're still kind of using the same things and you're still kind of using the same uh, peripheral equipment for it. So it, it was really interesting to see like, oh, well, you let me be on the computer all day yesterday. Well, yeah, buddy, you were on class and, you know, hopefully you were retaining some of that information. Uh, but, you know, really the bottom line was, is he just saw it as a computer. And one thing I'm really curious about is, you know, I, you kind of covered a lot with that intro is, how much of it is, you know, internet addiction? How much of it is craving connection? How much of it is gaming? And, you know, what's the difference on all of those with with dopamine? You know, because that's really kind of where it's all at. Like, that's why we do everything. That's why some people are huggers, some people aren't. Um, I'm a big hugger. I think hugs are the most amazing thing ever. I love hugging. Um, you know, and I'm sure it's because you know my about body you. is, yeah, um, you know, and so it's, uh, one of those things where like, I probably get a dopamine hit every single time. So I just, you know, you know, love everyone and hug everyone. So, um, you know, and then if, you know, say James, you're not wired that way, you know, you just see hug is like, ew, stranger danger. And, you know, and you're, we're just wired a little bit different. So there's so many variables and i think that the pandemic time was a great incubator of just social problems and constructs that were just obliterated and i think sociologists are going to be studying it for 10 20 30 40 50 years on what happened to society and then what's going to continue to happen because of the adoption of technology and all these other things that um that kind of came through it so i'm actually kind of fascinated by it but you know, I'd be interested to hear what 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 Jordan kind of went through with her thing because um, <clears throat> she doesn't have kids. But you know, it's still as just a person, it still affected you greatly. Um, you know, and James, uh, not to bring up too personal, and I hope I don't overstep bounds here. Sorry. Um, I know you and I were talking, chatting on the phone. And you're like, "Oh, hey, I gotta go." Um, Parker's mama calling me. Uh, I'm it's, it, I'm gonna Facetime with him. 
dude, that wasn't a thing like five years ago. Yeah. That wasn't really a thing like, you know, and you're able to talk to your son. Um, you know, it's, it's, I'm really fascinated. I have no answers on really, or any sort of opinion on it. I just think it's a really fascinating global experiment we were able to do in the face of a horrific pandemic. And Jordan, what about go, thoughts for me, for you? What, Jay, you got one more thing? Go get vaccinated people. I don't want to have to go through this again. It was a great experiment. We did it for 18 months. Let's be done. Okay. Let's, let's, I, I, need I, my, I need my hug. approval. <laughs> <laughs> so I have two kind of thoughts, like back to what Jay was saying. I think when you're talking about the addiction, I think it can be an addiction with the device. It doesn't necessarily have to be what you're doing on that device. Like, even for me, even though I don't have any kids, it's been hard. Like, I'm going to have to start scheduling time without my phone. You can ask Tyler, like, he'll be talking to me and I'm just scrolling through TikTok. Like, as he's speaking to me, I'm on my phone. Like, and it's just become this, this thing that we were so isolated that the only way that you connected with someone outside of your home was through your phone or your laptop or whatever it is that you were using. Yes, Jay. Yes. I'm calling Sorry, on you. I don't mean to student. interrupt. This is really a safety thing because um, my wife's one of her best friends is actually dealing with this and going to physical therapy. Um, she actually has, and they call it Blackberry thumb. Um, it's an actual um, medical diagnosis. And it's from scrolling too much that your tendons and stuff and your thumbs start having issues. I Crazy. swear, you can look it up. Someone in the chat, Google it right now. I promise you it's there. You're so funny. But yeah, so I think that it's more of an issue than just for kids. But the thing is that, you know, uh, whenever you're young, you learn things like you're muted, by the way, James. I don't know if you know that. No, I know. It's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think you're kind of like a sponge when you're a kid. So anything that you learn and that you love when you're a child, you're going to carry that throughout life. So having this time, you know, I think it was the greater of two evils. You know, everyone was like limit screen time. But when you don't have any social time that can lead to so many other things that go on. So it was like, yeah, you technically shouldn't be letting them have as much screen time, but it's better than them feeling alone and isolated and never being around people, um, even through your phone or your laptop or whatever. So I think it was just the greater two evils. And now I think it's going to be extremely hard transitioning out of that again. I think like even myself, like I said, I, I'm going to have to put my phone away like somewhere because I'm just, I'll put it down for a second. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be on this. And then before I know it, it's back in my hands. So. I yeah, mean, I don't yeah, you don't want to get Blackberry thumb. Yeah, I was, thumb. I was laughing that that was, that was created so long ago that Blackberries were yeah. relevant. <laughs> so they named it that I'm guessing. Right? Yeah. And that, and that's like a clinical diagnosis now. And they still call it like Blackberry thumb. I'm sure it's got some sort of Latin, like lobster, cephalitis or something, but you know, oh. everyone just calls it Blackberry thumb. I can't even with you. I can't. Oh my god! If if a, if Jordan ends up in like a thumb sling, I will pee if I see her with like this little <laughs> my like next, black. Blaze, you know, I mean, like, I will say this stream. for it's it's funny that uh, <laughs> if if you're a parent and you're listening and your kids jump on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok is something that you go through. It's so bad that they have their own self awareness videos that come on that literally tell you, yeah. "Hey, scrolling Get through TikTok is great, but you should stop." Like if you've scrolled yeah. that much, you're like, "Oh my god, what time is it?" Like, it's just yeah. like a warning that pops up. Like, seriously, you've seen 300 videos. Calm down. Go outside. Yeah. Like, go look and see. Go outside. Go see the sun and come back in. And let, let me go further into this this article here um, by Sheila. Get us on track here. 
is is now we kind of talked about how the pandemic set in and and the troubles that you faced but and i and i know you guys have read this as, as she goes on to talk about um for her own struggles a single mom of three though working going to grad school working internship and trying to have a personal life can you blame me for ignoring the evidence of long-term effects or any of the other thousands of parents who felt forced to do the same uh which is true right it, it's you guys, you know, us parents, if, if you had kids, you know, you have older kids. I, I just had a baby, so it's a little bit different. But now you've got them homeschooling at home. You still have your job. You know, your company's not looking at you going, oh, you're you're homeschooling your kids now? That's fine. Take off the next six and a half months. Like, you know, if, if you weren't furloughed, they couldn't do that. You know, they had, you had to, you had to get to work. So it talks about uh, you know, screen time was impossible to, to dismiss during the quarantine. Not only were kids doing their schoolwork virtually, but their socializing consisted of FaceTiming their friends to play video games, talking through their headphones to, to them as they played, or gorging themselves watching other kids play video games on YouTube. She said, I still don't get this one. I'm very sorry, Sheila. Uh, Jordan and I, basically, that's, you know... Our livelihood on the side is what we do. <laughs> we are playing video games. I will say, if, if you don't understand that, and you have, if you happen to to pop in and, and check on us, uh, it's the interaction is more. It's not so much the game. It can be the game. It could be a game that your kid is interested in that they want to see a walkthrough. It could be a game that maybe you gave your kid. Okay, you've got sixty dollars, and you can pick one game. Well, you have opportunities to watch people like me and Jordan, or other streamers or people on YouTube or watch videos, they want to see if that game is good from the people they like watching because they have the same interest. They want to see if it's worth using that $160 token you gave them. Well, now 70. Some of these games are going up $70 now. So it it, do, it is beneficial in some ways as well. And, and for the most part, it's it's mainly entertainment. I, I will say that. It's just entertainment. So if your kids are I'm watching that, I would say just, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, keep an eye on, see who they're watching, see what kind of content they have. Um, and she even goes on to talk about how even the experts said, be flexible, give them more screen time. It's crazy. And, and we talked about that earlier. Now, she she does clarify and says Internet use doesn't have to be bad. Luckily, most of our kids will never get to the point of addiction, but they may slide into just a bit too much use, which simply means we should be sure they have a healthy balance of their activities in their lives. Now, we've talked about that quite a few times before where it's all about balance. Know where your kids are. Pop in on your kids, understand what you think they can handle. Uh, she talked about, you know, kind of the crankiness that they get. They get upset. They don't want to go outside. They, they're they shoving the keyboard in. If if she takes the devices away or says, you got to get off the computer. Uh, and one thing I really like, which I haven't had this presented to me before. She talks about boredom. You know, a lot of us, Jay, especially me and you, we were, you know, Jordan didn't really experience this in her lifetime, but most of our childhood, there was no phone, computer. You know, you had your video game system. Uh, you may have had an Atari or Nintendo, but even there wasn't... I I don't know. I never felt the the feeling to play 8, 10. The games weren't as enticing as, as they are today, I don't think. So you did sit around your room or your house or your backyard bored out of your mind. 
So you got creative. You made up games in the backyard. You made up ideas what you wanted to do the next time you hung out with your friends. And she kind of talks about that. That's We've kind of taken that away from kids with the technology. Now, before we go on a little bit too further, I, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. I'll, I'll actually start with Jordan on this one because I'm sure Jay's got all kinds of thoughts. Jordan, who's someone that didn't have this. I, I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm not making fun of you. I mean, it's true. You basically, you grew up with all this easily accessible. Sort of. I mean, I grew up during the time that it started to become more easily accept, uh, accessible words. Um, <clears throat> that takes me back to, I remember one of the podcasts we discussed whether like games um, in like the 80s were uh, allowed more creativity than the games now. And I think we all kind of agreed that like, not really. Like you, when you're into a game or anything on the internet now, you have so much inter- information provided to you that you don't really need to create anything else. You don't really need to do those things because you're already so entertained. I mean, the internet is endless. Um, you could really waste your life just doing that and not really having a thought. But it doesn't mean that people can't get inspired through the internet either, though. I mean, I'm seeing like amazing artists like all over social media, like TikTok and stuff like that. And they just get so much inspiration from the internet to create those things. So again, it just, I think it depends on knowing what your children's hobbies are other than just gaming and really um, giving into that and giving them outlets for it. So if they really like drawing, you know, get, give them some, some things that they can do that or painting or whatever it is that they love, make sure you explore those other avenues besides just gaming and being on the internet as well, because they, they will love doing that just as much as they love being on the game. And Jay. So my wife and I are pretty conscious about this and we really, we don't necessarily limit the screen time, but we do, we don't have like a, a hard thing. Like we don't put a time. Like, I know there's parental controls on certain things, like, especially like the switch, like you can set a parental control, like, Hey, it's 60 minutes and it, the game just turns off. Um, there's a lot of options on that. And, you know, we try really hard to be able to use it as a, a learning opportunity to be able to self-regulate like, Hey dude, it's time to get off. Uh, why don't I, why do I have to get off? And then explain it to him. Like you've got your business you need to handle. You've got either, um, well, he would never touch the device before schoolwork, but he's got something like that. Like he's got an activity or he's got piano practice or, or something like that. And, you know, I would go back and challenge, um, what Sheila said. Hi, Sheila, by the way, um, is if you've ever tried to pull your toddler or your kid off the playground, they throw a fit there too. And so I really, I, and I think I said this before when we were talking about games and everything is parents sometimes just go like, Ooh, games of the boogeyman. Um, when really, if you just lump games in with their favorite toy playgrounds, the pool, which we, my daughter just had a meltdown with yesterday, um, you know, and all these other things like kids enjoy doing what they're doing and they never want to stop. I've never seen been to a kid's pool party and the kids be like, Oh, Ooh, boy, that was a good 30 minutes. I don't ever want to get back in there again <laughs> and walk away out of the pool. Like it just doesn't happen. And so I think kids, you know, judging screen time and games and movies and things like that. Um, you know, that's, that's really kind of a poor judgment because you're, you're, you're missing the larger thing, which is, you know, like I said, playgrounds, their toys, running the dogs. I mean, just doing all of those things, they throw a fit on there too, which is why I think it's the the key missing component of that is self-regulation. 
And our kids and I talk about it all the time. Um, okay, dude, after you finish this episode, go clean your room. All right, dad, no problem. Like after, and like, and, and using those moments as kind of opportune moments, because, you know, it's tough if, if James, you and I were, were chilling, just like watching a movie or something. Um, Cruella just came out, by the way, it's awesome. Go watch it. Uh, we're watching it. I just turn it off in the middle of it and go, dude, let's go do something. And like walk out the door. Like that, that's a rough transition for anyone. And I think the challenge that you have is, is like, uh, what Jordan says is games are immersive. It's a cinematic experience. James, what game were you watching that I was watching uh, that I had an, an opinion on, which I won't share on here because I don't want to get yelled at by the chat. Uh, we were playing a way out. Okay. So, but that was a very, yeah, it was a very cinematic, like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, let's go back to the save point. Like, let's go watch it again. What happens if Vincent um, shoots his face off? Like, what, what about all these other things? It's (laughs) a cinematic experience. Like, it's really crazy. Like, but if you sit there and you equate it to a movie or they're in the middle of a book or something like that, you're always going to have that problem. And even if James and I were watching a movie and we just like pieced out in the middle of it, that's the problem is you're, the games are so big. They're eight, 10, 12 hours of playtime, especially for a kid. You're talking 24, maybe even 36 for a novice gamer. Um, you know, that you're, you're pulling them out in the middle of the story and it takes a lot of maturity and a lot of explanation, a lot of patience to be able to pull kids out of that, which is why I think you kind of get that reaction sometimes more so than, um, dude, put the book down. Oh, I'm in this one part. No, I said put the book down. Like you're you're gonna get that kind of that same reaction, that same pushback from uh from a kid. Um, especially when you're sliding down the scale when you're talking, you know, three, four year olds, six, seven year olds, that sort of uh, you know, younger age, you're gonna have that. So um I, I think gaming still kind of get I, I I'm still not sure why gaming always gets pulled out. Like I, I still, and this is just me jumping on a soapbox now, but like, I still don't understand why gaming gets pulled, pulled out from all other forms of entertainment. Yeah. And I would love, and, and I, I, I don't know if, if Sheila's watching, I know that she retweeted our tweet about doing the episode and everything. And, and I would love to reach out to her and have her come on here. And I, and it's not like any, we're, it's not like Jay, I know you're not going to go and attack and be like, Oh, you're wrong. Like she worked at a professional place. So I'd love to, to to hear that that side of it and and understand exactly where they're coming from but like i said multiple times in the article she does talk about all forms of you know digital media she keeps and she calls it internet addiction now what you were just talking about how you can kind of be addicted to everything else uh it does kind of segue into the end of her article where she talks about um you know basically the whole point of the article was how to get your kids back you know now they can go outside now they can do things right so how do you get them to want to so maybe you had kids that were good on you know they played their two hours of video games a day they were fine they wanted to go outside and play basketball or be create you know do something outside they just wanted to be active you know the nfl years ago started the whole play 60 thing you know it was all about getting outside just being active so a lot of parents, I think, and this is where the article comes from, in my opinion, she was writing this to speak to the parents that they just relied on the video games and the movies and the social media and everything to entertain their kids because they were also trying to work and they were stuck with them 24-7 for almost a year, 
maybe even over a year, and some of them still doing it today. But now, with you know, as it's starting, we're starting to get back to some sort of normalcy, and kids can go outside. You can go down the street. You can get 10, 15 kids on a basketball court now. These kids, almost some of them, they're, they struggle and they have this dependency of like, no, I don't want to put, I, I'm going to do my schooling. I don't even want to go back to school. If kids get the option of virtual school or going to school, a lot of kids keep saying they want to do virtual school. Uh, and then they just want to play their game or get on social media or whatever else they're doing. And they, they still want to interact. They still want to talk to their friends. They don't want to do it in person. So how do you break that mold? And that's what I like where she talks about here. She says, I'm, I am encouraging any sign of non-digital interest. The older sister loves Harry Potter. She's reading it to her brother. Uh, middle kid loves to read. I've extended his before bed reading to as much as he wants and loaned him my book light so he can read under his blanket. And I thought that was amazing. Then the other one, youngest loves comics. He's at least considering creating one. Now, that was probably one thing that stuck out to me for if you wanted a parenting tip. You have your strict bedtime, but you're struggling getting your your daughter or son off the social media, the Facebook, the TikTok, the video game, whatever, the YouTube, whatever they're doing. Okay, you can stay up later if you want to read or you want to do this other thing that you're interested. And it's not necessarily to like make them addicted to something else, in my opinion. It's just to remind them that there are multiple other things you can do to engage your brain. And I, and I think that was a great, a, a great point there. And then at the end, you know, I do want to get her closing argument or remarks here. She says, I know mindful internet use is possible for our kids and for us by turning off our own screens as much as possible and stepping back into more living in real life with them. And I also know it's okay to grant extra screen time is needed when it will help preserve my own sanity and ability to show up in the world for them. So I like how she's reminding people that it's okay that you're extending the screen time, sometimes because as a parent, you need the break from them. And that's okay. You're not a, you're not a horrible parent because you're giving them this extra screen time when you've got all these experts saying, oh, you're, you're killing them. They're going to get addicted. They're going to do all these things. And again, it, it goes back to some of the very first episodes we had where even it was just me and Jay before we brought Jordan on. Everything in moderation. And the more that you're, in, in my opinion, the more that you're involved with your kids' lives is the more you will understand what they need if you you'll notice that they're too much into the screen time. So instead of just being the parent that's going to sit, you know, you're sitting at your computer, you're playing your video game or you're watching your movie or YouTube video or TV show. And you're saying, turn off the video game system and go outside. But then as a parent, you're still sitting there watching TV. I remember that as a kid, it was, it was like, why? Like you're watching TV. Why can't I watch TV? So instead go, Hey, let's go outside and, and pass the baseball around. Let's, you know, whatever your kid may be interested or or you want them to be interested, do it with them for, you know, for a while. Make them be excited. A lot, a lot of, you know, parents forget that as kids, we want to do things with our parents. You know, we, we want to go outside and it could be cornhole or horseshoes or kicking a soccer ball around or throwing a football. It could be anything. It, it can be exciting. Making bubbles, having a Nerf war. I mean, I, I don't know how many... TikTok videos, you've seen all these Nerf prank wars lately, but they're hilarious. Like, so go out and make your own. Yeah, you're using a screen, but you're making a video. It's going to take longer than 30 seconds to set all that up and you're doing something with them. And then you're still reverting it back into the things that they like. So I think that's ways to kind of revert. And like I said, going back to what she said with the reading and the giving the book light, I really found that interesting that it was like, you know, you have these parents that are super strict. 
on their their curfews and their bedtimes and they won't do anything but if you're trying to reintroduce them into something that they may have liked before that have put it down allowing them some leeway where they feel oh i can stay up later but i have to, but i get to read like you know then they'll start you know in my opinion i think they'll start to find it and jay any th- any thoughts on so you touch on a subject that's actually probably more near and dear than you probably realize it and there when i was you know as soon as i i'm a big researcher so as soon as i found out that i was going to be a dad and everything like instantly i was like google you know how do you keep from killing a baby like how what do you do with it like how do you do this like i always think back to um you know my personal thoughts are um it, when i'm laying in my deathbed am i going to be like man really wish i dropped in with uh with james and the boys one more time in call of duty like Love you, James. I'm not going to care. I'm going to be really bummed, depending on what time of the year it is or what time in my son's life it is, on whether or not I saw him get married or whether or not I did everything that I could be as a parent to make their life amazing and give them the experiences and the love that, you know, I may or may not have had. And, you know, those are those are the big those are the big ones. And so the fact that people are wondering, like, oh, my son's upset because I told him to get off of TikTok and go hang out and go play with his brothers or his sisters or go outside and make those memories with his friends and stuff. I am blown away that that's even a fucking conversation or a concern. Because, you know, and and um, I, I don't know if we were muted or not. James said we were muted, but we, he also has a problems with, you know, sometimes setting up the stream. Um, but. You know, uh, and Jordan's talking about how, oh, yeah, I just go through TikTok and I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Jordan, not to put you on the spot, but how many of those hundred or so videos you saw did you actually remember? Only the ones that I wanted to create myself. Yeah, there's a lot that I just scroll past and don't pay attention to. That's what it is. It's all bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. But those memories you make with your kids when they're with their kids and you're long and buried or burned or whatever it is, when, when you, when you're doing that, those are those in real life memories and stuff. Um, and I'm not saying not to do gaming, but James brought it up again, everything in moderation. And if you think that, um, it doesn't matter or, Oh, well, they're going to hate me for, you know, being on social media. Yeah, they might. But you guys are going to go out and, like James said, have a great Nerf war, and that's all they're going to talk about. Or you guys had a great time. Like, I took the kids to the pool today. My wife and I, we had about 45 minutes. We're very fortunate. We live in a in a community that has a pool. Um, we live in a really old folk home where, like, the youngest people on the street. No one's ever the pool. Guess what? Took the kids there for, like, an hour. It's all the time. It's all the free time that we had from everything else. And I'm leaving out of town tomorrow and everything else. My kids love that way more. Than if he was sitting there watching another Minecraft walkthrough, he can do that at any time. When you've got your shot, take your shot. But that's always what I think about: is am I going to be bummed that I dropped in with James and Crash and Wright and um, all the boys, or that my kid wanted to cuddle with me while we were reading um, Captain Underpants, um, you know, for like the fourth time? And that's why you know, and James can and can can verify. I don't play games when the kids are home. I don't play games when the kids are in the house. Um, that's why you'll always catch me when I'm jumping on at like 8.30 at night. Guess what? Bedtime's 8 o'clock. Dad's time. Boom, 8.30. 
Um, but I got all my time in with my kids and they're sleeping. Um, you know, so that's, that's just kind of for all the parents out there. I know I'm way off topic now. Sorry, Sheila. Um, but like, really like take advantage of that. Like I'm still blown away that you would even consider like, oh no, he's, you know, my, my 13 year old sad because now they don't get to be on Instagram. Who gives a shit? Like this is, this is, this is the family time. Be the parent. You're not trying to be their best friend. Um, you know, work with them, educate them. No, seriously, James, put the damn Instagram down. Um, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have some fun and this is why it's important and provide that whole context and everything and just stand on your ground because that's going to be the lessons that they're going to remember, uh, for the rest of their lives. And I, and I'll jump on that from a gaming side. If you are a parent or you're someone that has these moments where you may need to drop drop it, you know, our group of friends that we game with, quite a few of us have kids. We might play in the afternoon. We might do something here or there. But the moment someone has something to do for their kid, none of us are, nobody in our group is like, no, you should be playing the game. We're like, yeah, no, bro, go do, you know, do your thing. Do what you need to do. We'll catch you later. It doesn't matter if it's the final circle of a Warzone game, an Apex game. It it doesn't matter. And if you can find a good group of, of buddies to play games with in, in that sense, then, you know, those are the people you got with it. If you're playing with people that are encouraging you to not hang out with your kids, I would kind of say you probably should find another group to play with. Yeah, James, and you, you and I, you know, we've seen it before, like, um, different people in our group and stuff be like, Oh, my wife is, you know, needs help with blah, blah, blah. I'll be back. Um, if I die, I, if I die, I die, you know, like, I mean, just go hide in a corner somewhere or they go like, Hey, how many times have I been like, Hey, I got an important phone call coming in. I got to go bam. And you're just, you just punch out and sign off and turn off the game. Um, but I think that the lessons that we take advantage of and how supportive our group is, um, sorry, Jordan, you don't play Call of Duty. Um, but because we're all mature and we've all had those lessons either taught by us yeah. through our parents or by our peers or anything like that. Yeah, I also think that it's like, a, what is the saying? Like, you can't teach someone do as I say, not what I do. Like, that's not very fair. So if you are on your phone all the time on Facebook, Instagram, or if you're playing video games all the time and then you ask for kid to stop being on their phone, et cetera, then that's not really going to help anything. I also love um, the end of the article, like you said, where she, you know, reintroduced the things they loved before and gave them extra time before they went to bed. Not just because obviously that gets them into what it is they liked before besides their phone. But I also think us being on social media, video games and things like that, the uh, rush that that gives us makes it so much harder to sleep at night. Like for me, I haven't been falling asleep until like 3 or 4 a.m. now that I've been full-time streaming. And then I'll wake up at like 6.30 and I'm back at it editing, blah, blah, blah. Like it's it's been like a lot. That's why I said I need to take a break off of it like a couple of hours before I even want to go to bed because my my brain will just not stop. And I think that like a lot of us have that issue. I know a lot of my friends have that issue as well. Yeah, uh, what helped me with that is I started wearing, because I was, I was having the same thing because I work from home. Um, and it's all digital. So it's laptop and stuff is, um, I actually got the, uh, blue light, uh, the blue, um, light glass eliminate glasses that eliminate the blue light. I'll words. speak at some point in a code. <laughs> yeah, words, words, sorry. 
Um, but the uh, the glasses that just uh, eliminate the blue light, and that actually helped a ton as well, um, just because you are staring at the computer screen and trying to take in so much information. Um, those glasses helped me a lot, and it helped me kind of transition to be able to go to sleep faster too. Yeah. And I turned um, it off on my phone. Yeah, but also, like, if you're just doing something else, if you're reading or something, you get so much more tired if you're not staring at a screen or if you're drawing mm -hmm. or something, you know, like, you're still going to get excited by those things, but it's going to get your mind ready to go to sleep versus being on a video game, watching TV, being on social media, etc. So, you know, as we wind that down, the, the main topic tonight, um, please, everyone, I know the link is in the chat. Uh, go check out Sheila's article. Please read it. We'd love to give the people that we talk about on the episode a shout out. Um, whether you agree with it or not, uh, it, it does make you think. Uh, I think it's important. I think it's important that we reach out to the people that we're talking about on here as well. And if you get a chance, give her a, give her a follow on Twitter. And if you want to give uh, Parents First Gaming a shout out and say that's how you found her, we, we would love to have that as well. Um, so before we go... We'll kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, I know that we have, <laughs> I know that we have E3 uh, coming up next week, so we are going to do a watch along with the Xbox show, which is on Sunday. I believe it's one o'clock Eastern time. Oh, I'm um, so excited for that, Jordan. You'll be fine. There's all everything. Just remember this, Jordan. This is the, you're making your switch to PC for the most part. Everything that you're going to see in that show will be available to you on PC. Whereas, if you watch a Sony presentation, it is only going to be on their I little $500 paper. I still have my PS5 and my PS4. So, <laughs> I still so, have my PS5 and my PS4. We would watch so. the Sony press conference if they were actually a part of E3, but they think they're too good for it. So, but uh, Look, I will just sit there. I'm going to come up with a couple of snacks. I'll get a nice hot cup of tea, maybe three or four tea bags. And then be able to watch the show and be able to enjoy myself in a nice, relaxing, um, you know. Do you have the, of, are the we'll tea bags ready for that? Is that because they're doing a Halo presentation? So you're reminiscing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, no, back, back you know, just get my tea bag. And, uh, you know, every time uh, uh, Master Chief comes on, I'll give it a couple of dunks and then uh, enjoy my tea while the rest of the show happens. Nice little hot beverage. Well, before we say goodbye to everyone, can we just talk about how Jordan's going to fall asleep again on us and uh, <laughs> what you guys are playing? Jay, you're still basically just on the Warzone kick. Well, I mean, kind of going back to my uh, my rant. I mean, it's it's dadding full time. I'm coaching two teams full time. I've got two companies, so um, my days are pretty limited. And so Call of Duty in out. I know it's going to be about, you know. Well, the way I play, it's about five minutes, ten minutes each. <laughs> it's each a lot game, of but, it's a lot of spectating. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of. Oh <laughs> man, this guy's really. Oh, this guy's really good. Um, <laughs> you know, and then uh, the things that they're doing to me after I die. So it's. Um, so if you, know, you just if you would uh, like to watch Wright, uh, Jared Wright that we play with, just follow I am the Gaming Dad. Jay and I will die, and you'll get to spectate how good our buddy is. <laughs> yeah, it's re we're really just the filter to be able to get him as many spectators as possible. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, just, uh, and then this next week I've got a uh, two a day, so I'm actually not even going to be really on at all. We've got uh, two a days in a football camp. So we're actually leaving out of town until um, Thursday. Uh, Papa Nuller comes in on Friday. We've got a game for the indoor arena team on Saturday. So 
you know, usual week for You'll me. You'll be around. And if you guys want to follow him on Instagram, get some, or, you know, Jay Noller uh, at US Bobber. If you want some uh, Idaho horseman <laughs> updates. Idaho horseman, baby. <laughs> and Let's Jordan, go. what about you? Anything exciting this week? Well, I am trying to convince these two bums to join me on Valorant. With how busy you guys are going to be, I'm guessing it's not going to be this week, but it will be soon. Listen, you can check I learned on your Twitter that you want to play competitive. So if you have I'm two not forcing you really, to look, 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 look. If you if have you two really bad players, I imagine that will lower the level of your lobby and oh, it'll make well. it easier for you. Look, I just had to make a new account. Personal reasons, we're not going to go through it, but... The bots that I'm playing against right now Cheater. is ridiculous. Cheater. Ridiculous. Look, Cheater. I'm still trash, Cheater. but I go in there. No, I had five people on me. It was a pistol round, all trying to kill me all at once. They were literally like circling me, and I'm like going around trying to shoot them. I killed like two of them, and it took all five of them to try to kill me. It was Stop interesting it, to say the least. So, our, oh my god, I hate you. I'm gonna, I'm Hacker. gonna leave. I'm going to leave Hacker. the stream Hacker. right now. Hacker. No, Hacker. no. I'm not. So, are you, are no, you, are I'm you done? Not. Are you leaving Apex behind? Are you done? I think so. I might play with my friends on occasion. Like my friend was really sad the other day, so I was like, let's get on some games, like whatever. Um, I got on and I did six damage and died. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, you know, I don't think you're even having fun because I'm just dying the entire time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of over The gaming gods spoke to you. Yeah, they were like, no, never again. Never again. All right, guys. Uh, I'm James Ayers the third. You can find me at I Am The Gaming Dad on all things social media, Twitch, everything. Last Choice Network on YouTube, where we'll post all of our video stuff. Uh, the A Way Out series, I played with uh, those in your chat might know him, Master of Shadows. We've played the whole thing together. I'm actually editing a whole uh, Let's Play YouTube series, so that's going to go up on Last Choice Network uh, probably this week or next. Like I said, I am going to be in Jamaica this week, so Monday night I will probably stream. I'll be gone the rest of the week, so the next time you'll see me will be next uh, Sunday uh, for the podcast, uh, besides maybe being on there Monday. So with that being said, I want to say goodbye to everyone. Thank you so much for coming out to another episode again any support you guys give me on this channel goes directly to supporting Last Choice Network and this podcast. And again, we have a lot of stuff coming out soon. And I hope that everyone sticks around with us as we're pretty excited. And like I said, Overlay was the first step tonight. It's been a big jump. I might post a before and after picture a little bit later. But I appreciate all of you. I know that uh, Jordan and Jay do as well. So thank you so much, guys. Everyone have a good night. Goodbye.